Hey everyone, Merry Christmas Eve. It's welcome to the Daily Mind. Happy holidays. I'm your host. Um, we're back. This is the first Christmas Eve I'm actually doing a podcast, and uh, it seems really exciting. So, getting right to the point. Well, before I get straight to the point, hopefully, everybody out there is safe and well. I know pretty much most of the country is going through some serious cold icy weather i'm not in my town area right now i'm actually away and it's not that much warmer where i'm at but definitely there's no snow on the ground hope everybody's safe um so in spirit of i'm going to do a podcast episode on the 10 worst type of christmas gifts that you could get someone because let's be honest we don't always get what we want for christmas grandma's always giving socks and sometimes some people don't get nothing for Christmas at all. So real quick, um, this might even be a quick episode. Um, I'm going to go through a list that I've seen on Time Out, right? Um, this inspired me to do this episode because I recently had a Santa, um, a secret Santa at a company Christmas party. And it was weird because one of the gifts that wasn't being like you weren't able to really get was a gift card, right? Which is weird, right? But I guess there's, um, for what I heard on the radio recently, there's an insensitivity to gift cards, right? They don't have really any meaning or, um, you know, just it's nothing, it's no substance, just a gift card, right? So I found a list to kind of support this. Um, if you guys are familiar with timeout.com, it had a top 10 list here of, uh, what they call 10 awful Christmas gifts. So I'm going to just dive right into it, go through a list and knock this out, right? Because, you know, I got a lot to do today. I got places to go. So let's get to it. Um, number 10, quote, I'm the gift. Now, you know, uh, people who show up for Christmas and they're like, hey, did you give me a gift? Like, no, me being here is the gift, right? <laughs> I'm the gift. So it says here, one of the worst offenses are people who shamelessly don't hide the fact that they didn't bother getting a gift at all. Instead, they come in smug as they can be and state that they're the gift. Er, no, just don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. For some people who haven't seen a relative or a friend in a long time, just showing up is bigger than any gift that they can imagine, especially if it's somebody you haven't seen in years. So that I'm the gift thing, especially that applies when you haven't seen anyone in a while, perhaps, but it'll still be nice to bring something in the way. Now, if you've seen this person often and they just show up and be like, hey, I'm the gift and they don't have a gift, that's bullshit. So, I mean, there's it's circumstantial to how you present yourself as the gift for Christmas, right? Because everybody in their own little way, shape and form is a gift, right? But again, circumstantial, right? Um, number nine on this list, anything exercise or diet related. Now, in a world of body positivity, self-image, all this other stuff, the last thing somebody need a reminder of, of how they, how fat they are, how skinny they are, how unfit they are. Some people will see that as an insensitivity. Me, if you give me something in regards to weight loss and fitness, I'm taking it. Because I'm in the process of rebuilding myself. So this is just me, though. Okay? It says here, anything, number nine, anything exercise or diet related. Think you're being thoughtful by, by getting someone workout equipment? Think again. Unless you're buying a gift for a fitness fanatic, even then it's still a bit risky. It's never a good idea to give anything exercise or diet related. Instead of a thank you, you're more likely to get a what are you trying to say reaction. Again, I just said that. 
if I get somebody um, some weights or a scale or something like that, I'm implying that they're probably out of shape or fat, but that's not, that's not the angle I'm going for. I'm just get, it's a gift, but they may see it as otherwise. And it's funny because I just recently bought someone in the secret center, a pull-up bar, but the person I bought it for is a fitness person. And that's the point that it made in this number nine entry is getting them something, a, a fitness, a gift for a fitness fanatic, somebody, you know, who's in the gym or have some sort of fitness health gold. And yeah, absolutely. But just randomly getting somebody weights, a scale or a sauna suit or something like that. It's, it's risky. It's very risky. And you're going to get, you're going to get a not so great reaction, right? So you got to be kind of careful with that type of gift, right? Just know sometimes it's good to listen to people. Like I listen to my wife. She talks about a lot of things she wants. She points out a lot of things that she likes at the store. And I take a hold of this. And I'm like, when Christmas rolls around or a birthday or anniversary, I already know preset what she wants. It'd be a little easier to get for her. Um, number eight, photo frames. Okay, so it says here, so, okay, so we're not entirely against photo frames, but they have to be of sentimental value. If you have a photo that's meaningful and got a classy frame around it, then we applaud you. But when it's just a tacky, empty frame you bought for $12 store, that's just plain laziness. Oh, come on. Come on. It's a picture frame. There are some people, especially older people, that are fixated on the idea of the perfect picture frame for the perfect picture. Now, let's be real to a point. We're in an age where not a lot of people are keeping physical pictures of anything. And if they do have physical pictures, it's in a tablet type picture frame that cycles through photos. Like right now, I'm I'm broadcasting from my aunt's house and there are no pictures on the wall of anyone. My point is, is that photo frames, I think despite whether they have little designs, little imprints, it should be the least of your worries is a picture frame. Maybe back in the day, this meant a lot more to someone, but in the day and age like this, where there's not a lot of picture frames, I promise you, um, nobody's tripping over no picture frames. I get somebody a photo frame, they're probably just going to be, oh, thank you, and likely not even use it. So don't trip over some photo frames. Um, and of course, novelty gifts, right? Now, novelty gifts are really hit and miss because you don't know if that person actually needs it, care for it. If you're lucky, they might like it. I don't know. But it says here, sure, it's a probably incredibly funny and entertaining for the first couple of hours once you've opened the present. But every novelty gift quickly becomes an eyesore for the rest of the year. Really, uh, how likely you are to use that bum bag with a man's hairy belly print on it or a golf set designed to be played while you're doing business on the bog. Now, remember that one <laughs> that one novelty gift where it had the, the fish, where you press the button, the fish moves around and starts singing these songs, right? You hang it up in your office and whatnot back in like the 90s, early 2000s. When the hell are you ever going to use that more than once a day? That fish, by the time you play it and you listen to what the fish does and his head moving back and forth, by the time you do all that, right, it's old. It's not that you can pre-record more shit into the fish for him to say something, but it's old, right? It's just one of those gifts that are cool for like a day, a couple of hours, make a couple of people laugh, and then that's it. It's just dumb, right? It just becomes an ornament or it just becomes a dust collector or it just becomes a collection for garbage. So if you want to tread the direction of novelty gifts, I say tread lightly, very, very lightly. All right. So number six on this list of 10 worst Christmas gifts 
oh, yeah, this has been one for years that kids, you get kids this, they are going to hate it. Adults hate it alike. I'll be honest. This is a gift I need more of. And it is number six, socks, socks, and more socks. I'm going to tell you right now, clothing is expensive. Inflation is high. Adults are feeling the pinch. I want some damn socks. If you go get me some socks right now, I will wear those socks. I don't care what color they are. I will wear them because I need them. So it says here, yes, everyone wears socks, but we're pretty sure that everyone has enough socks as well. Even if they don't, even if they don't, socks are just something that's best to buy for yourself, considering they have to be the right size, style, and color. Gift a pair that's too small or colorful, and they're pretty much rendered unwearable. And don't even get us started on the festive socks or the ones with cartoons on them. Fuck, I'll take some cartoon socks. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'll take some cartoon socks. Now, to be fair, I only wear really two colors of socks, black and white. But if you went out your way to get me some cartoon socks, I would wear the cartoon socks. Period. Now, again, they made a good point in number six, and is that um, some people don't like certain colors or designs. And then, yes, size, because sometimes you just can't tell off the back the size of somebody's socks. And then you go, and it's kind of an awkward question to be like, hey, what's your sock size? It's different when you say what's your shoe size. And even for some people, that's a little weird. But your sock size, asking someone a sock size is crazy. So you have to tread lightly in that and you have to know somebody's personality to a point like if you know this person wears colorful socks my wife wears colorful novelty socks so i know if i go get her those socks it's a it's a win it's a hit right but for somebody i don't know that well and i go and i get them colorful socks it's a problem so just kind of tread lightly on that one um number five i didn't really think of this one as a Oh, actually, no, this is this is actually a somewhat of a good one. It kind of goes in line with the with the whole fitness gift thing. Self-help books was number five on the 10 awful Christmas list. Um, it says here, almost like a subtle dig that there's something majorly problematic about us. Opening a present only to find self-help book is never enjoyable. Intentional, passive, aggressive gift or not, the book is probably going to end up as a doorstep or a monitor stand, not a total loss. So, for example, I get a book saying, um, I give somebody a book that says how to cope with anxiety. These are 10 ways how. I am literally just putting this out there saying this person has serious anxiety, which they may not. But let's just say they have a personality that kind of gives off a vibe that they do have anxiety, even though they have not been clinically diagnosed with anxiety. But I get them this book on how to make more money, right? Because I see them struggling with money, but they could just be very frugal and very responsible with their money. Doesn't mean they're struggling. Or if I get somebody a book on how to cook, better or how to cook Italian food because I see them eating chef and spaghetti and fucking meatballs out of a can. I'm going to get them this Italian cookbook. That doesn't mean they don't know how to cook. It just means that they're probably trying to save money eating spaghetti and meatballs out of a can. So you really have to think self-help books doesn't help that person. And it's not going to help you save money because now you just wasted money on a, on a book, a gift that you thought was a good idea. And then you just wasted your money. So congratulations. You played yourself. All right, number four, um, <laughs> I never thought of this as a Christmas gift either way, but number four on this list is chocolates from brands no one's heard of. Okay, so we've all heard of Hershey's Kiss. We've heard of Godiva. We heard of Lint. I don't know a chocolate that you never heard of before, but here we go. Chocolates are often the way to go 
when it comes to Christmas presents, most of us love a sugary festive treat, but forgive us for expecting something from La Maison du Chocolat or even good old Ferrero Rocher or some dubious brand no one's ever heard of or seen in the supermarket. But yes, let's break it open now and have a taste now, shall we? It's fucking chocolate. You really going to sit here and trip? You have to be bougie as hell to sit there and be like, oh, well, it's not from La Maison, from the coast of Nice, France. It's fucking chocolate. And you know what? Be grateful because you don't complain about that shit when you get candy back in the day when you were a kid. You didn't complain about that. But I guess now you're an adult with a sense of um, a sense of elegance or a sense of quality. Right. If somebody got me a non-name brand chocolate, yeah, I'm going to taste it and I'll decide from there whether I like it or not. It may not be Ferrero Cher or it may not be um, whatever. Right. But at the same time, that's the order of the day. Oh, there's a dog barking outside. That means somebody's in the hallway. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I don't see the big deal with chocolate. I don't even know who gifts chocolate for Christmas. That's kind of a um, gift, I guess. Chocolate. Right. But, um, yeah, that just seems to be a thing. People do give chocolate, but I didn't think people would trip over chocolate not being name brand. I think that's, I think that's a bit bizarre. And if you're one of those people, I think you need to reevaluate yourself fast. <laughs> so, all right, number three. <clears throat> okay, this is the thing. This is the one gift that inspired me to do this episode. Because, remember, I just said earlier that during our Secret Santa, this particular thing, this gift, this entry, was frowned upon. And the number three worst Christmas gift is gift cards. But not just gift cards. Gift cards to places you never go to. This makes sense. Because let's just say I get someone a gift card for the Golden Corral. But they don't have a fucking Golden Corral in their neighborhood. Or they've never been there before. Or the nearest Golden Corral is literally two hours away. If you're going to drive two hours to a Golden Corral, you have got to be desperate, hungry, or just even mad, batshit crazy. I live roughly about 10, 15 minutes from a Golden Corral. That's worth a drive. But if, if I get you a gift card for a restaurant like that, and that's not near, you just wasted money. Because it says here, right? And this, this, this makes sense. I don't think about it. now. Get, gift cards in general has a stigma that it's just a cheap gift with no substance and that you didn't give any thought to what this person may want. So you just fold it with a gift card. But it says here, gift cards to places you never go to. While gift cards can be practical gift in many ways, who would turn down an iTunes coupon or a free meal at a Michelin star restaurant? Sometimes it's just obvious that not a lot of thought was put into the present. For instance, getting a gift card to cake shops when the gifty is known to be on a diet or flower arrangement classes for someone who's allergic to pollen might not exactly be a good idea. That's like me giving you a um, that's like me giving you a gift card for the M&M store, but you're a fucking diabetic. I'm not sure. That's basically just saying, hey, you look like you eat a lot of M&Ms, sometimes peanut. I'm going to give you this gift card so you could go to M&M store and eat. But, oh, shit, aren't you a diabetic? Or if I gave you a coupon of gift card for KFC, but you're a vegan, does any of this make sense? So, like, you have to take it to account. Again, you got to know people. You really have to take it to account what people tell you and what they like. Study people because this will make gift giving that much easier. If you know somebody loves 
uh, movies, give them a gift card for the Regal Movie Theaters, right? That's too easy. So, like, think about when you give people gifts, man. This shit makes sense. Now, again, to the insensitive part of gift, um, the, the lazy part of gift card giving, that was like a no when it came to my Secret Santa was that that was not allowed. But again, um, funny story real quick. I had my the person that was my Secret Santa actually came up to me. And I had the most utmost respect for this. He came up to me and was like, hey, man, listen, I'm your Secret Santa. I don't know what to get you. But you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm, I'm a little I, I told him straight up. I was like, give me a gift card. <laughs> give me a gift card because I had, a, I had to be somebody's secret Santa and I bought them um, a pull up bar. Right. But this secret Santa didn't know what to get me. Right. He, he knows me, but we, he doesn't know me that well of what I like. Right. And the gift was only for no more than twenty dollars. Right. Simple gift. He went. I told him, give me a gift card. And he gave me he got me a twenty five dollar Golden Corral gift card. My face from ear to ear lit up because it was like, man, I've been in the Golden Corral in ages. I'm only 10, 15 minutes away from one. So shit, why not? You know what I mean? Sometimes you just don't know. And it, I, I, well, I don't recommend you being the Secret Santa going to that person. You know, and I'm not saying he was lazy for that, but he was genuine. Some people might look at it. Oh, he was lazy. He didn't even really think about it. But th that could be just because he doesn't know me that well. All right. So I give him the benefit of the doubt. I took the gift card. Yeah, I got it in my wallet right now. I'm not going to go to a Golden Corral now, but I'm saying I could go when necessary. All right, so this is kind of a fast episode, and it's not bad because I got to get ready to go um, to another family member's house. So we're going to move on to number two, right? Uh, number two, um, this, this, is, this is actually one I don't know if people really think about. Uh, number two on the top 10 worst Christmas gifts to give, anything that's obviously a re-gift. It says, let's admit it. We've all done it. Regifting is a common practice, and it does help to reduce... Oh, what the hell are you doing, Paige? All right, let's start over. Let's admit it. We've all done it. Uh, Regifting is a common practice, and it does help to reduce waste. But those who overly proclaim that they got this gift just for you and forgot that the receipt was around when you originally got the present, well, that, that's just distasteful. May your stockings be filled with lumps of coal this Christmas. Um, yeah, I mean, anything could be virtually regifted, right? Now, I'm not regifting the PS5. If somebody gives a PS5, that's fucking insane. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of nuts. So like one thing, one common practice is making sure like when you give somebody something, don't have the receipt around, don't have a gift receipt around, don't even have the price on the product, right? Just don't. Just be a, don't be so oblivious when you give somebody a gift, right? But a lot of people do regifting. In fact, there was an episode of Seinfeld. Based on the fact that they, a character or two, they were re-gifting a, a gift. And you know the show about nothing, right? But sometimes that, oh, that show was about something because it was about things that people blink an eye at and don't ever give much thought to, like re-gifting or eating Snickers with a fork or um, making fun of somebody's voice on the show. It, it, it's just one of those things, right? But that's just something to kind of look out for. And if you are a re-gifter, then hey, that's, that's you. All right, now this one, number one, which I think is kind of an odd one, right? And some of these can be a bit annoying. And I'm surprised this one is number one and not the gift card thing. Um, number one of the 10 awful Christmas gifts, according to timeout.com, statement mugs. I'm going to say this again, statement mugs. 
It says, another mug, how original. This one's even got an inspiring statement on it saying, do all things with love. It'll go great in the back of the cupboard, sitting along with 20 other mugs that either say it's actually wine in here or don't talk to me before I finish my coffee. Come on, buddy. Nobody needs another mug. That's wrong. Because I tell you right now, my wife is an avid coffee drinker. And this woman got mugs of cartoons and those statements and of the sort. Now, I must say this. There are people that collect mugs, but there are people that drink a lot of coffee. That, to me, would make sense to give somebody a statement mug, right? Now, some of the statements on it can be a little cheesy, but the thought that, okay, how do you – oh, man, you got me another mug. You know I drink so much coffee. You know, here's my collection of mugs. I don't see how this is number one. I don't see how that's even a bad gift. I, I really don't. I think they kind of screw that one with number one. Number one, if anything – I don't know. Number one definitely shouldn't have been statement mugs. I, I maybe one, number one could have been I don't know socks or or underwear. Underwear. Number one, that should have been number one. Like imagine you buying your you know you're a dude and you're buying your sister underwear, your adult sister underwear for Christmas. I think that's a hell of a lot worse than a statement mug. So they kind of screwed up with that. But there are some um, some gifts that were not mentioned on this that I think is kind of uh, kind of crazy. Some um, honorable mentions. For one, um, buying underwear for a family member, I think that's bizarre. Or buying a bra for your sister, I think that's bizarre. Please don't do that. Um, but I'm going to go find some other honorable mentions from other lists, right, real quick. And just to kind of fill in other things that are bad gifts that uh, honestly, oh, no, I found this little gem real quick. I'm going to read a couple of these. This is from uh, the website Board Panda, right? So the, the title real quick, and I'm not going through all this. I'm just trying to fill in. Um, they have a thing called the 20 of the worst Christmas gifts people have ever received. There are 20 of these, but I'm going to read two. I'm going to read the number two and the number one. These are statements from people that receive gifts from someone, and this is their statement based on the gift. I'm going to read these two, and I'm going to leave all else alone because there's 20 of these. Okay, so the number two on this list, this guy wrote, um, from one of the worst gifts. He said, I had left some video games in my mom's room. She found them and assumed my dad had bought them as a, as Christmas gifts for me. So for Christmas, I got my own games. <laughs> so he got the same shit you already had. Like, imagine taking his games, re-gift, like wrapping it up, gifting it back. Right? And then number one, somebody wrote um, the gift that they got was, it was a shirt that had, quote, I'm a gynecologist, but I'll take a look anyway. Unquote. It was from my stepdad's mom. She knows I want to be a doctor and her English is no bueno. I found it hilarious. Once we translated it to her, she almost cried from embarrassment. I probably wore it for the rest of the day. And he probably never wore it again. Yeah. That's 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 kind of crazy. Um, let me see. I know I want to read one more actually, and then I'm done. I'm done. Because there was one here when I saw this list early. Um uh, Oh, here we go. This is the last one. I promise you I won't read another one. But remember when I said underwear is odd? This is why. So this person wrote, and this was actually number five on this list. Um, he wrote, my grandma gave me, a, uh, gave me bright red undies with googly eyes on them and an extra piece of black cloth to put your dick inside as the nose. I'm a girl. So I'm going to just leave it at that. See, this is why I say do not buy underwear because this, this, this woman's grandmother – got her underwear with googly eyes on the side and 
uh, underwear with a dick hole in it, so it looks like Squidward tentacles is is in your crotch area, and that's terrible. So I'm gonna leave it at this. Merry Christmas Eve. Don't buy fucking novelty items. Don't buy underwear. And if you buy socks, make sure they're the right size and color. And gift cards, make sure it's gift cards of things that they actually like. It's not hard. This is why you just got to know someone. Like, I know my wife loves coffee, so I'm going to buy her mugs. And she loves mugs. There you go. All right. So, hey, I'm going to wrap it up. This is actually one of the shortest episodes in quite a bit. Um, Merry Christmas Eve to you all. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a Christmas episode tomorrow. Actually, probably not. I will do a Christmas episode probably on Monday or Tuesday. It will still count as a Christmas episode, but kind of post-Christmas, right? Because um, I'm going to have a long drive to do. So in the meantime, Merry Christmas Eve. I hope everybody does stay warm and merry. Hopefully you get what you want, not socks and underwear. And then um, we'll do this again. We're going to take this podcast into the next year in about a few days, actually, within this week. Next week, maybe. I don't know. So, hey, um, Merry Christmas to you all. Uh, thanks for listening to the Daily Mind. Numbers are looking great. And listeners, you guys are very supportive. Uh, we will do this again some other time. Not tomorrow, though. I said some other time. All right. So Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. All that good stuff. Ciao. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>